Kia ora everyone and welcome to the mini-series of Baskets and Knowledge. Today we take a step back to episode 15 where we talk to Cam about how we can navigate our own worlds with purpose. As always, our guests are fantastic and we have another fantastic guest um, today. None of, none of our guests or humans are boring, we don't think. We think everyone's amazing and we've got a fantastic story and that's the same thing with today. And today we have um, Cameron Young. Cameron, we're going to introduce you. You can talk about yourself. Cameron, um, to our guests, um, do you want to tell them who you are, where you're from, and just a bit about you, and then we'll get into it. Awesome. Nisan Bolivanaka, Kiorana, and Warm Pacific greetings. Thank you so much, Prajesh and Tani, for having me on the podcast. It's awesome to be here. And Warm Pacific greetings and Kiora to everyone listening in. I am Cam, Cam Ingutava Young. Born and raised in the beautiful Hawke's Bay, which is in the east coast of the North Island. And I'm in my final semester of a Bachelor of Science here at the University of Otago. I came down in 2019 for my first year, did health sciences first year, um, and now have transferred to anatomy and Pacific studies. And I absolutely love it here. No doubt I'm going to talk a little bit more about that um, on the podcast. But yeah, thank you again for having me. Awesome. Thanks, Cam. What a, what a great introduction. And I think let's let's think about this here. So you're sitting here today, and before the podcast started, we had a bit of a chat. Um, you're about to finish your journey. Um, isn't that pretty crazy? When you were when you started three or four years ago, when you were when you were finishing school and come to university, did you think that the journey would be so quick, or feel so quick? Absolutely not. I'm at stage where I'm applying for postgraduate. I absolutely understand feels to be in the application. I'm sure about that next year journey and about what's next year or for the next couple of years of your life. So to the year 13 who might be this, I definitely feel anxiety or uncertainty before. Um, it's only now that I have the journey that I look back and think, wow, um, I was so doubtful and so scared anxious but i had nothing, no reason to be um and now that i'm through it i realize wow i was actually a lot stronger than i thought i was and i had a lot more a lot more tools in my uh, toolkit than i um, had ever thought of so i was actually quite well prepared for my three-year degree um, and no doubt that's going to be the same thing for this next step in my journey as well i didn't think it would be as quick as it was yeah and, and i think you you've um, picked up a few points there, which raises the things that Tony and myself spoke about in reflection, is that you forget how strong you are. That you know when you when you're in school, everyone goes university is going to be really hard, this perception of hard, and that gets you to doubt yourself because oh, this is a big, it is a big step, it is a big step, and it is it is challenging. But the word hard is, I think, is a very um, subjective term, and you know I'd like to talk about that quickly with the two of you, and we'll start with Tony. Let's talk about the word hard. In year 13, you know, you heard about university and you heard the word hard. You came to university. How did you feel about that? I think I always had that perception that it was going to be more difficult or more, yeah, yeah, more difficult than what I thought was actually capable of me. Like I had this perception of what I was capable of doing. And then I thought that university was this other step above and beyond what I was capable of doing. And especially, you know, as we've said multiple times, coming from a smaller school, that just amplifies this idea of, oh, it's going to be too difficult for me. I'm not going to be as smart as everybody who comes from those big schools and have excellent grades and all that kind of stuff. So when you hear the perception hard, it's difficult to try and find where you are in that struggle. 
But I guess the other thing is like, it's good to have some challenges along the way, right? You don't want university to be easy because it's not going to be, and you only grow if you are actually challenged. So you've got to find that balance between having a belief in yourself, but still challenging yourself at the same time. And that's very true, Tana. You've got to have, you've got to believe yourself. And I guess following on that, there, um, Cam, think about when you were when you came to university, and again, this whole perception of hard because you did health side first year. When did you realize that actually, hey, this is I can do this? Mm. So health sciences first year is one of the most competitive courses in New Zealand. Um, I think that's really saying something because. Um, yeah, it's a very competitive time where there's a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety and a lot of feeling like you're not good enough or you're not smart enough, especially if you were a big fish in your pond back in high school and you come here and you're just a little fish in a big, big ocean. Um, so it can be really daunting at times and really scary. I think that the key to getting through any challenge in life is surrounding yourself with amazing people and um, with awesome people who will support you and tell you you're worth it and tell you you're strong enough um, despite the circumstances and despite the challenges. So that's really what got me through my first year. I had an amazing group of friends who I now actually flat with. Um, we flat in a complex of 20 people and they are so awesome. I really love them. And they have been my family down here. So, yeah, surround yourself with good people who can remind you that you're worthy and that you're strong, even when you forget it sometimes. And that's very true. And that's really awesome. You know, I think through this whole podcast series, we've talked about people and having people around you that are going to support you. And sometimes you don't know who those people are and you, you'll find them when you come to university. So you're not going to be alone in this whole journey. But, um, Cam, again, you raised something that I think is pretty important is family. Um, you mentioned your family here that you've made, which is fantastic. Let's think about living in the Hawke's Bay. Living in the Hawke's Bay as a high school student, you had a choice of going to Auckland, which is down the road from you. You had a choice of coming to Dunedin. What did your family think about your choices? And also as a young Pacifica, you know, those are, so you're living in Hawke's Bay. You have a choice. You're a Pacifica. You want to go to health sciences. You want to leave home. Obviously, a lot of Pacifica that I meet want their young people to be close to home. How did you navigate that? And how was your family's, um, I guess, quarter around that? Mm, that's a really great question. I am a Cook Island, Samoan, European boy, young man. My mum raised us kids. She's from the Cook Islands and Samoa. And family and connection is really important to us. It's really important to all Pacific Islanders. And so moving away from home was a really challenging thought and really difficult to conceptualize or even think about. So when I came to this, to the decision in year 13 to move on to tertiary uh, education, I applied for Auckland, Wellington and Dunedin. So these three different universities, three different spaces. And it really took me such a long time to talk with my mom, talk with my family about what the best option for me was. I ended up choosing Otago. That was because I had two siblings down here already. And so um, in that respect, it was a little bit easier for me to move down here. Um, I could have easily have gone to Auckland or Victoria in Wellington as well. I think that the one of the reasons why I would have chosen those two places over Dunedin is because there is a larger Pacific population in those two areas and people like the sense of safety in numbers, right? That's a really um, primal instinct that's normal for us to feel when there's lots of us around. But coming down to Otago, yes, there is a much smaller Pacific population, but I feel that they have they are a lot stronger and a lot more tight-knit. And I found that our community down here 
since there's not many of us, we give our all to support each other, and we really um, sacrifice a lot of our um, a lot of our I guess own time and a lot of our own um, um, selfishness to come and give towards our community. So I found that my community down here in Dunedin is so supportive and amazing. So I would highly recommend any Pacific student. Um, if you're in New Zealand, definitely consider Otago as a viable option. Yeah, I think it's important for families as well to listen to. You know, um, a year 13 might want to come to, to, might want to leave home, but families might go, no, you know, if you go away, you're going you're gonna to lose that connection. And I think you've actually just raised an important point there that sometimes it's not about the quantity of people, but the quality of the connections that you make. And I think, um, you know, Dunedin does that just by the sheer nature of what it's like at the moment. And that's pretty awesome that you found that there, Cam. And I guess, um, Tane, we've spoken about this before. You've probably found the same thing, or have you not found the same thing? Yeah. I've definitely found the same thing. You know, there's not many Māori students down here, but the Māori students you do know, you have a strong connection with, and you know what you're driving towards. And it's just good having that close-knit community. Like, you see people on campus all the time, you, and some of them you might not even know, you just know of, and you know the things they're doing. And I think that's another incredible thing we offer at the university is that, you get to celebrate everybody's successes, even if you don't know them, you know their face, you know what they're achieving, and it's just incredible to see that you can actually celebrate those successes that other people are doing without having to know every single person. Because I often get, you know, you get this feeling when you're down here that, oh my God, I'm never going to meet half the people that are at the university, you know, whereas at high school, you're proud of it because you know everybody and you know what they're trying to achieve. But I guess what Dunedin has taught me, you know, is you don't have to know everybody and everybody's going to um, celebrate your success, whether they know you closely or whether they've just seen what you are achieving. Yeah, and I think I think it's quality of a quantity. I think it's, it's an important message I think we should send to our listeners out there that even if you make four friends here, if they're four quality friends, they are more valuable than 40 people that are just in your life. Um, I think that's important. I think that's what you're, you're trying to allude to, both Tane and Cam. Cam, um, you left the Hawke's Bay, you landed in Dunedin. What was your first impression when you landed here? From sunny Hawke's Bay to apparently cold Dunedin. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, sunny Hawke's Bay to not so sunny Dunedin. Of course, yeah. the weather is a big shock. Um, that was one of the first adjust- adjustments that I needed to you know, get used to. I actually came down here for a summer uh, summer. So like a transition program to help me get settled into university, I would highly recommend that for any student wanting to come to tertiary study, but still a bit unsure and thinks that you need a little bit more support um, getting used to tertiary life. So the program I was part of was the Pacific Kickstart program, where I came down with 20 other Pacific Island students who were transitioning transitioning into that first year of study. And I absolutely loved it. It changed my life. Um, to be quite honest, I wasn't too strong in my Pacific identity because I'm a half caste, so half European, half Pacific. But doing this program, um, being immersed in this Pacific community with my Pacific peers, it really did change my life and my perspective on what my journey would be like at, at Otago. So, yeah, I would recommend for any other student. Yeah, so you had the weather, then you had an amazing experience there, and then you move into your college. And what was that like? So moving into your big college there. What is that? How does that feel? Mm. So I stayed at Arana College or Arana College, as people know it by. There's about 402 students. Um, in my year group at school, there was about 80 of us by the end of the year. So going from 80 people my age to just over 400 people 
that blew my mind. It was crazy. Um, and I remember the first two weeks um, running around and bumping into so many people. It really, um, really was a shock in a good way. Um, I thought that I wouldn't make any friends and wouldn't meet any new people. Um, I couldn't be more wrong. I think that everyone's in the same boat when they come to university for the first time and everyone wants to make friends and everyone's eager to, um, you know, to, you know, make, make a, make a change for this next part of their journey. Um, so I was really blessed to meet some amazing people at Aruna um, who I'm still good friends with today. And I think Tana, you've got the same story as well when you landed at Studham and I guess you had the hands-on experience, but it's very different because hands-on was a whole different cohort. You come to Studham and you meet these other crazy, awesome people. What was that yeah. like for you? Yeah, it was definitely a different shock. And I guess, you know, the reason it was different is with hands-on, you know, you're going back home after a week, you know, when you come down to settle in for uni, you know that you're not just going to head home after a week or a couple of weeks. And I think it's also important that, you know, as Cam said, everybody's eager to meet new friends, make these connections, try and understand everything that's happening. But it's also all right to be overwhelmed and just step back for a bit, you know, because people were like, go, 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 go. And then, you get to April when people are already burnt out, stressed and worried about things that they don't need to be worried about. So it's trying, as we've said before, you know, finding that balance between making those connections, but still knowing what you are trying to achieve and whether you're doing it successfully, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I guess I'd like to ask you both about homesickness. Is that, did you feel that at some point, you know, it might have been, it might have been year one, it might be year one, you live in a college, life is great. It might have been when, you, when you've gone flatting or at some point, was that, has it ever popped up for you? And, you know, homesickness doesn't mean that you're missing home. It just could be whatever it manifests itself as for you. Mm. I'm actually going through a bout of homesickness right now. I haven't been home since uh, New Year's at the start of this year. So it's been 10 months. Wow. Um, I really miss my mum and my family back in Hawke's Bay. But one of the reasons why I made a big move to come down south was to get a degree that opens a lot of doors to um, have a brighter future, have more opportunities to uplift my community and help my family. So I think that a piece of advice for people moving to any um, next stage in their journey, whether that's a tertiary institution, whether it's trades, whether it's you know business, anything else, um, you're going on that next step, not just for you, but for your entire family and your community. So that's really something that you have to remember. Keep it at the forefront of your mind. Remember your purpose. You came here for a reason. Um, and I need to remember that as well, that um, I didn't come here to run around and, you know, get involved with all of these shenanigans and, you know, burning couches and whatnot. Came here for a purpose. And so I'm going to complete it. Um, and I, in one month, I will complete that purpose. Um, so, yeah, that's really what gets me over this homesickness. Yeah, but, but you do get homesick, right? Homesickness, it's, it's awesome to have that homesickness is, is part of part of the journey as well, right? It is, it is you are going to feel that, you know, listeners, you're going to feel that you could be the strongest person at, at school or in your life, but homesickness is, is a reality. Um, Tane, what about yourself? Yeah, I think for me, it was probably over the summer um, this year because I went up to Blenheim to work with my half-sister and so I hadn't been home, home until Feb, which was... I think seven or eight months. So I came down like straight after lockdown semester two last year. And then I hadn't been home since. And I think as time goes on, I get more, uh, more a sense of like not being connected with home. You know, each time I go home, it's actually almost harder to leave again because you've, you know, you've been away for so long, you're doing this purpose and then you go back and it's almost like everything's gone back to normal. 
but at the yeah. same time you also feel more disconnected each time you go because other people's lives carry on you know just like us everybody else is carrying on doing what they're doing yeah and, and it's true I mean, when i went to university all those years ago i remember my first week i bought a calendar and i had a countdown to the day i was going to go home that was the first thing i was like countdown and i was counting down my time to go home and yeah it's it's just what you do right and but then like cam said before the time flies by really really fast and you know what your purpose is the time flies by fast even but you will get homesick and it's just important to find those people again. I'm guessing people around you make you feel better. So you do your your first year camp. Let's talk about let's talk about the journey. So you know, um, university is a great time, but university is not all hunky dory all the time. You know, there's times when there's challenges and um, when things are not going well. Can you talk about some of the challenges that you've had and you know how that's made you feel? I guess. So, as I said before, I came down to health sciences first year. That was a really challenging year. I came down to hopefully get into medicine, uh, a Bachelor of Medicine and Surgery in my second year. Um, I applied, I sat all my exams, uh, studied hard, um, but in the end I didn't get an offer to go into medicine and it was a really tough time for me. Um, I had to rearrange my whole life, um, my whole career I thought. Um, and so. I think that's something important to remember is that sometimes your journey isn't what you have in mind. Sometimes you're going to go on a roundabout way um, and end up maybe at the same destination or a different one. But each journey is unique and each journey is special and meaningful. Um, and that's something that Otago has taught me is that um, it doesn't matter that I didn't get into med um, that when I first applied, I have learned so many skills um, from doing this undergraduate degree in science. Um, some of the other challenges that I faced was my battling with mental health. That was really, um, really big one. And that's tied to homesickness, as we were talking about before. So when you're away from family, away from those support systems that you've had growing up your whole life, you have to um, recalibrate and rearrange, um, you know, how, how you support yourself. Um, so it was really, uh, I just remember a lot of dark days in my first and second years, especially of, you know, not knowing how to self-care or look after myself. Um, mentally and spiritually so I've had to incorporate self-care into my daily routine and that's something I would recommend getting started on in your um, in your last year of high school in year 13 definitely recommend doing things like um, you know drinking lots of water and going for walks and um, putting your phone down before you sleep you know not touching it because you know it might keep you up at night um, little things like that incorporate that into your daily routine because you'll be a lot happier um, you know, throughout the day, if you do that.